Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. I just wanted to open up by saying that I think that Scatman is a completely underrated song. And we don't need to expound on that. That's just that just needs to be put out there. And the uh, Scatman. I was introduced to that song um from a uh compilation CD that my aunt gave me that she bought in Macedonia. In Macedonia. Yes, whole, in Macedonia. She bought it. You know, the Macedonians and the Albanians do not get along. I mean, no one in that part of the world gets along with the Albanians. Oh, is it just, so. it's just a, oh no one gets along with the Albanians. Yeah, yeah. Everyone hates the Albanians in that part oh, of the world. Oh, serious? Yeah. I didn't know. I thought they're, like, I know at least one Albanian, and I've <laughs> never been wronged. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're not well liked in that area, which is kind of weird because, like, they were the original people in that area. <laughs> That's why they're not liked. It makes sense. This makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are we are back with part three of our Alistair Crowley, the man, uh, uh, uh epic the series. But the before, before the Great Beast. Um, but the, before we get into that, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we have some announcements. Some of them are sad. Some of them are not. Yeah. Um, this episode depresses me. This is depressing. Will be the last Patreon episode that we do. What? Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be the what? last Patreon episode that we do. Um, you know, we, when, when Mike and I started the Patreon, it was kind of an experiment. We wanted to see what kind of reaction we would get from it. You uh, me on and, you, and you're just <laughs> telling me this right now in the podcast. You're just dropping this bomb. Uh, n- no, Tim, right I told my, you about this. I told you about this. Right on my lap. <laughs> don't, don't do this, Tim. Don't, don't. <laughs> Don't play with the people's emotion. You've known about this for weeks. I know. Um, this, but it, uh, this it's still it's uh, it's sad. I yeah, I mean it's sad. I we you know I I, it's I a think new frontier. Me, yeah, it's I think frontier. I think me and Mike and you as well with um, fourth to the past. We we all had fun doing these episodes, um, but ultimately it is a lot of work to keep up with. All I mean, essentially, truth has turned into four shows now and. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. we all have jobs, <laughs> you know, yep. we all have jobs and it's, it's very difficult to balance all of this. And we really don't want, uh, we don't want to see a dip in the quality of truth because that is what we're all here for is truth. Mm-hmm. Um, all, everything that we've done on this Patreon channel is just like extra. So in order to keep truth going and to keep it going, not, not to keep it going. It's not like we were thinking about ending the show altogether, but to keep it going in the way that we, um, expect it to keep going, we have to pull back a little bit. And so we have decided to end the Patreon. Um, Mm -hmm. we wanted to get this episode out before the end of the month, just to give you one more episode uh, and so that we could shut it down before you get charged for another month. So, yep, yep. um, so you have two days. You have you have two days to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you have two days. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but also so like that's gonna, kind of the it's going to allow us to like actually put more like a more focused effort into the truth cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. And because this is um, like di- this the Patreon diverted focus. Yeah, for it, sure. it diverted a little bit. Um and but also I mean that was that's that's the bad news. The bad news mm-hmm. is that the Patreon is going to be over. Um good news is that the actual the free show will continue. Um, but the other good news is that Tim and I have decided to keep this series going as its own show. What? Yeah, you knew this as well. Don't act like you didn't know this, what? Tim. What? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I, I was selling it. I sold that. For, what? <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, no. I, I, I think we, you know, I think we both kind of we we had fun doing this little this series. Um. It seemed like you guys kind of enjoyed it, so I think you know we decided we're we're gonna keep it going. Um, Digging it probably, into the occult. Yeah, it probably won't be a weekly show for the reasons that I cited for why we're ending the Patreon. Uh, especially since this is a show that requires even a little bit of research. Um, so like. It's probably not going to be weekly just because that's going to be a lot of work. And I don't think me and Tim want to end our own lives. So we will keep going going personally. (laughs) Yes, me too. Me too. So we will probably the way we'll probably release is we'll we'll have, you know, a topic or a series of topics and, you know, we'll record, you know, four, five, six episodes and we'll release them weekly until we don't have any more episodes anymore. And and then you probably won't hear from us for a while until we have like another set of episodes. Like mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, um we have fun doing the show. We're not really I don't think either one of us is really like uh you know like strongly focused on like building an audience i mean it would be great if people listened but I, you know i think it's more so just because we have fun doing this and mm-hmm. let's just keep doing it you know yep. um so yeah those are those are the announcements uh and so now we can talk about crowley alistair alistair Actually, edward crowley. technically his first name was edward which uh, that is which that is I don't right. know if we've actually discussed that he changed his name from I believe it was Edward Lawrence Crowley to Alistair after he started getting into the the sex magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we did um, mention that because we are really great. At <laughs> We're really great at perusing. Um, I swear, we, I I put in research today. Like I sat <laughs> and I was I was reading about this man and it didn't make me feel any better about him <laughs> yeah i uh i actually i have some uh i have some bullet points here uh i, I put together some some notes a little little outline here um so you know we talked about like his past we talked about the uh cults that he started the secret societies that he started today i think i kind of want to just tie it there's like one loose end in here that i we glossed over a little bit just because oh, we is it, were very ill is prepared it, <laughs> is it the, is it that the a a that a with the uh, delta sign a delta sign mm. is actually uh the greek for silver star was it that uh, is that what we're it, it, it was not that but um oh, if that? you oh, wait, if wait, you wait, wanna... wait what wait what i know what it is i know what it is i know what it is let me guess i know i 100% know what it is what is it it's that when the people had taken the um the uh it was actually like a more fatal path to get up the mountain mountain mount kemajara one of the second or third largest mountains the people who actually died in that they didn't actually die word on the street was alistair was like he was he saw them and they're like calling for help and he was like you know do as you will (laughs) <laughs> and just sorry 
They died in an avalanche. That's how they actually died. <laughs> and he was just like, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep going, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, at that point, what are you going to do? Like, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not waiting down into post-avalanche. They're dead. They're yeah. dead. You've come they're this dead. far. You may yeah. as well just keep going. Like, yeah, there's nothing, well You can't save them. Keep going. Get the selfie on top. Yeah. Know? Yeah, just so, get them on your way back, you know? Yeah, yeah. Get them on <laughs> <laughs> Get them, uh, you know, <laughs> after you're done your 18,000-foot climb and then just, you know, <laughs> hopefully they have, yeah, they didn't have anything. Maybe they had food. I, don't know. <laughs> uh, I would I would, I would, assume they didn't have food because they were kind of pissed and they were trying to go back down the mountain. They were food if they, things uh, went bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, yeah. yeah. I think... You know what? That is that is kind of interesting. Um, knowing Crowley and the ty- type of person he was, he probably brought them along as food. Highly likely. Yeah. Sex magic, sex food. Um, well, that's it. Snow. <laughs> also snow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me guess. Let me guess. I, I'm gonna guess what you were, what we're actually gonna bring up. And I know exactly what it is. Go for it. Oh, Curtis says hi. <laughs> oh, he's just going to grab water. He's just going to grab... How, how's it going, Curtis? <laughs> uh, how, how's it going for this audio-only uh, <laughs> yeah. medium that no one will see you in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, we are making fun of you, actually. Yeah. That's uh, exactly what was happening. So I'm going to guess. I'm actually going to guess what it is. All right, uh, get, I know guess. what it was. You only get one more try, though. If, if you don't get it, then we're moving on. Seriously? Yeah. This is my final try. This is I've your final try. try. I only had one try. You had two. What was my first try? I don't remember, but I remember there was one before the mountain. <laughs> no, I was just mentioning his name before the mountain. <laughs> that was, there's no, I, I, get, right. I think I get two more tries. Okay, fine. Let's Let's do it, Tim. Let's go. Let's let's pick up right, the pace here. Sure. Come on, I don't have any more tries. Let's, let's pick up. Let's I, let's pick up the pace. Come on, we got it. We okay, got to get. Okay. We got to get moving here. Okay, I know what it is. Here it is. Here it comes. No, we can't have. No, no, no. It can't be that. It can't be that. Wait, you're sign language. You're. Why are you sign languaging? I can. Because I just want this to be over with. I just want to move forward with this with this episode. I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to help you out here, Tim. I'm. I don't feel helped. I feel I feel uh, crippled here. I feel hurt, um, but I know what it is. And, what is and it? That's well, well. Obviously, you know what it is, and I know what it is. I so do. We know both what it is. know what it is, so we can just we can get right to it. Okay. What is it? Oh, I was going to ask you what it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the one the one loose end that I wanted to tie up was his work with intelligence Damn um it. i feel like us trying to uh read and process at the same time caused a little bit of confusion in that so yeah. uh i yeah, kind of just wanted to go back i just kind of want to go back and quickly talk about that um he actually worked for a fascist newspaper oh really i didn't i didn't see that standing yeah it was like a pro germany newspaper in the states oh Okay, so yes. Uh, I mean, I I didn't. I this it, that fits in with what I'm this about already, to yeah, talk it, it about. It all comes together. Um, so he was no. Well, there was a book written about him. I don't know if this was his actual call name or not, but like the book was called Secret Agent Six Six Six. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if that looked like a chump. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that was like actually like what they kind of like referred to him as, or if that was just like some, you know, no, that was his. He definitely made that call something. sign up for himself. He's like, yeah, I wouldn't be. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Six six six. Yeah, I mean, what we what we know of Crowley, it is yeah. not surprising that that's what he would do. Um. So obviously. He is believed to have been a British spy. Um, he was involved in many different operations. Um, some of them being like the 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 
quelling of like Irish and Indian nationalist movements in, you know, Northern Europe and, and stuff like that. Um, one of the big ones that he was involved in, though, was the sinking of the Lusitania. He is not a good guy. Um, so Lusitania was a British luxury liner and it was torpedoed off the coast of Ireland by Germany in World War One. Um, this turned public opinion against the Germans. Um, how did this even happen? Was this a mistaken torpedo? Like, did they, they were like, well, that looks like a combat ship with all those tourists. So he, his main focus as an intelligence officer was to agitate Germany. He, he was trying to get Germany to act more aggressively Okay. And the the goal in mind with that was to get America involved in World War One. Um, the hopes were that as Germany got more aggressive, particularly with America's allies, America would have no choice but to jump into the war. And so that was the the aim of him sort of like infiltrating, you know, different German groups and trying to get them like agitated and and doing these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, this, so it was later, later, you know, people start like doing some research and digging into the stuff and they find out that he was involved in that operation and that kind of turned public opinion against him. Oh. And so this is where people start to kind of call him a traitor. Cause like, remember in the last couple episodes, we, we bumped into like, Oh, he was a British spy working for Britain, but then we bumped into oh, but like he was named a traitor, and it was kind of like confused. Like we didn't really yeah, do a great job. Confusing. Yeah, we didn't really do double, a great job. It was like it felt like double agent, but right, I didn't, it didn't make sense. Right, so we didn't do a very good job yeah. of like kind of explaining that. So essentially, all of the things that he was involved in were sort of coming to light after the war and all of that. And so that is what sort of villainized him in the eye of the, the, the English public. And because a lot of these things were classified, he couldn't really defend himself. So he had to kind of just take the L on it and and, take the L and lose followers. Yeah. Right. No better way to (laughs) lose, lose followers than with a negative public opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Motive unclear. uh, Yeah. And, and also there's, a lot more to that, but going back to what we just talked about, about like ending the Patreon and stuff, uh, I didn't have enough time to really go into all of it because I spent a little bit too much time looking at the thing, the other thing that I want to talk about today too. <laughs> so again, when we move this show over to a free feed, we will not be on a schedule, so we will not be beholden to time constraints and we will be able mm-hmm. to do thorough, very good uh, deep dives into these topics. Excellent um, research. Yes, there's a, yes. There's an entire itinerary and plan that's been meticulously laid out uh, as to how the research and what articles will be uh, looked up. Uh, specifically, uh, I'm relying on, um, what's that one? The Beaverton. The Beaverton. <laughs> the, what, what is the Beaverton? Uh, it's like the onion. Ah, Okay. So it's a, it's a, a satirical newspaper. That's where we will be doing all of our research. That's from. where all research <laughs> will happen. Well, and Wikipedia, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Like Wikipedia you, to start, and then just sort you of have to. Falls I mean, Wiki, from there. Wikipedia essentially is just the script, and then we'll go to like wild speculative sites for little asides. Oh, is yes. basically going to be the format of the show going forward. The most speculative <laughs> sites. <laughs> I plan on learning conspiracies about the people themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he is now kind of like, uh, you know, the the British public is looking at him like as as a traitor. Like he turned his back on his own country and you know whatever. So later on in his life, he um, says that he went to the U.S. as a British undercover agent, and um, this is, I believe, post-World War One, leading up to World War II. I, I believe that's the time frame right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And he does that as a British undercover agent attempting to infiltrate and undermine German propaganda efforts in America. So this is where I think his work with the fascist newspaper comes in. Okay. Um, if you, you have anything... You newspaper, you, you undermine <laughs> directly to the people that are, you know... Do you, Can you switch them? Uh, like yeah. People are uh, yeah, reading I mean, that newspaper. Uh, yeah, I mean, American newspapers and news channels do it constantly. Uh, it's why that's why America has no true like strong left movement. It's because, yeah. um, you know, our intelligence and uh, other organizations have more or less infiltrated our media, and uh, in the attempt to continue to push everything further and further to the right, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, is why like so. Yous are so right that your left is sort of evaporating. Our, like our left, a, your our left, left is like is right center. center yeah, our, right. our our left is essentially center right. Um, yeah. and like what we have of the left is just every day getting demonetized on YouTube. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> demonetized on YouTube, and then the infighting, and then the infighting. The in, well, I mean, yeah. that's I. I feel like that's kind of like endemic of any left movement, which is sad. Like it's kind of like I wish that wouldn't happen, but it kind of makes sense yeah. that it does, just because like you know, left movements are typically full of like individual free thinkers and so yeah. everyone's going to have their own ideas and yeah. that's Strong just going to kind of yeah that's just going to kind of sort of yeah. breed that kind of that I that conflict if, 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 if everyone just sort of stuck to tarot cards <laughs> i think things would be a lot better yeah they just did occultism like alistair crowley yeah serious <laughs> and uh, uh, he actually he actually made his own tarot cards that was his like uh, one he? of his last things. Yeah, and his last book was actually like a review of his own tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that rules. We need yeah. to write a book as a review of this show. Yeah, <laughs> review the show. Re- you know what? I felt like he was really off base. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't. You don't do that for no, your own guesses, show. I, I don't. You don't do that for your own show. Guesses. You you use you use words like captivating uh, to describe yourself with. Oh, is that? Oh, so it's all positive. <laughs> yeah, it's all positive. Oh, okay, so it's a. Why else would you biased. write a review of your own show? You're right. Yeah, <laughs> why? That's and that's why his tarot cards are still being used to this day. Exactly. His review of his own tarot cards exactly. was so strong, strongly written <laughs> that people are like, "No, these are the greatest tarot cards I've ever used. I've exactly. only predicted correctly. I've been using chicken bones." For over thirty-two years, and once I switched to to Alistair Crowley's uh, <laughs> ten tarot cards, ten tarot cards in five minutes or less, I've never, ever, ever been wrong. <laughs> so, so he's in the U.S. He is uh, infiltrating German propaganda efforts. Um, the uh, again it's it's in an effort to make the um the the german cause more aggressive um in order to kind of stoke america to do more mm-hmm. um did it, while, america never got involved not to spoil uh, it in i i don't know not did, in one I not in one, in one. I yeah i don't i don't remember i don't really i don't know one that well i know two a little bit better but again i'm i am not an expert in any of this if you yeah. want to know more about this go listen to dan carlin's hardcore history uh <laughs> he breaks all of this down much much more uh world war one usefully than than we ever will <laughs> oh yeah. yeah um so he's in new york and while he's in new york he is carrying out studies on the effects of mescaline on people and the way he is doing this is he would uh he would throw dinner parties in which he would lace the food that he was cooking he was dosing with mescaline (laughs) and then he would just sit back and observe the way people begin to act (laughs) he dosed he oh man (laughs) i'd go to that dinner party like I would go to that dinner party. Like if I knew, I knew I'd still go. I'd be like, "Is that what's happening?" <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, and 
the I, I pulled this from the Wikipedia and uh, to me, the way I read it, I mean, I may be interpreting it incorrectly, but it sounds like he, in a way, is the one who kicked off all these like mind control programs with these cor- with with this particular uh, study here. MK Ultra. Um, he yeah. is, He is the he's the infancy of MK yes, he, Ultra. That's he is, crazy to me. He is so he, basically he's he the father of MK Ultra. I'm I'm checking the timeline here, and so basically it goes, uh, Alistair Crowley, and then. Ted, K- Ted <laughs> Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Because yeah, it's Alistair Crowley creates MKUltra. MKUltra like, starts doing experiments on younger university type students. You know, Ted you know Kaczynski. that what you know that website, uh uh Origins of Bacon? No. Or Oracle. Oracle of Bacon. I'm sorry. Oracle of Bacon. This sounds like a this sounds like a reputable site. I'm in. Uh, Oracle of Bacon is a website where you start at Kevin Bacon and you can type in any celebrity who has an IMDb page and it will connect Kevin Bacon to that celebrity. Um, It's a whole play on it's yeah, yeah, through through film projects. And it's a whole it's a whole play on like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon joke. You know, okay. like Kevin Bacon's connected to every celebrity through, mm-hmm. you know, what he's been in so many movies like that's He's kind of connected. To that. It's like a, a gag. Yep. Somebody needs to make like the oracles of Crowley where <laughs> you where you start at Crowley and then you can type in like any kind of like terrorist or mass <laughs> <Any> shooter <laughs> and it'll connect them it directly connects. to Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> Next internet <laughs> website project. <Check>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I that's that's kind of it. I just wanted to kind of like go back and kind of um, talk about his his like connections to intelligence and like mm-hmm. why he would be someone who would be working with British intelligence, but then be viewed as a traitor by the British people. And yeah. so I just kind of want to like backtrack on that because I just felt like it was a little. It's a little confusing and and unclear uh, in the first the two episodes. Yeah, clear. Um, for clarity. Another thing, another thing that I do want to kind of talk about, it, it has more to do with like one very big kind of connection that he has with another person. Um, so it's it's a little bit more about the other person, but I think it kind of like is it is it, oh oh I know who it is, is it about his connection to the Beatles. Uh no, it is not about his okay, connection so he, to the Beatles. Alice, he's actually on he's actually on uh one of the Beatles uh Yeah, Sergeant Pepper's Only Hearts Club band. Yep. Yep, yep. that's it. Yep. Is okay, so wait, wait, let me guess again. I got another guess. Is it about his connection to Jimmy Page from Van Halen? It is. It is not about his connection to Jimmy so, Page. So Jimmy Page bought Alistair Crowley's house. Uh, so that's uh, okay. I got. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Is it about his connection to Ozzy Osbourne and the song Mister Crowley? It, it is not about that connection. That's either. all I got. That's all. I just had musical guesses. It is about his connection to Jack Parsons. Uh, are you familiar with Jack Parsons? Is that a Simon and Garfunkel song? Uh, it may be, but that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, Jack Parsons is a person. Okay. And Jack Jack Parsons was an American rocket propulsion researcher at the California Institute of Technology. Mm-hmm. And um, he was the principal founder of Jet Propulsion Laboratory, JPL, and Aerojet Corp. Mm-hmm. Uh His development of solid fuel and JATO units for aircraft are noted as very important in the beginning of humanity's venture into the space age. Hmm. Um, I wanted to, I didn't know what JATO units were, so I looked that up. I don't know why I'm saying it that way. Uh, I didn't know what they were, so I looked it up. It I is want to jet- know what they are. You said JATO, and I was like, <laughs> I need to know what the, is that an acronym? Is that it is an acronym? It okay. is an acronym for Jet Assisted jet. Takeoff. 
Genesis to take off. Okay. Um, and what it does is when you have like a rocket ship and its its boosters become overloaded, there are small side jet engines that kick in to give it that extra little oomph that it needs to get off the ground. Okay. Okay. Um, so he he developed that system, and that's kind of like what he is known for. That's his contribution to history. Uh, he was also a member of the OTO, um, which we didn't really get a chance to go too deep it into. Is a, it is another. It's uh, technically, if I'm not mistaken, a offshoot of uh, AA. Yes. Yeah. Or essentially. Th- Thalema. 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 Th- th- yeah. And also, it's. Uh, they're arguing. I, I think the OTO and there's another religious group that were actually arguing over the um, one of the temples, over a temple. I don't know yes. if you're gonna. Is that where you're going? That's not where I'm going. But if you want to talk oh, about that, going, go for okay. it. Okay. No, I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about the uh, the, um, <laughs> the ongoing dispute between the OTO and the uh, ATF. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and the cartels <laughs> um so uh, obviously jack parsons was someone who was into the occult uh he was into sex magic um he was so much so into sex magic that uh it was alleged i couldn't really find any real um evidence to back this up but there are many websites of um, ill repute that allege that he had a sexual relationship with his mother and a dog. Um, Jesus Murphy. <laughs> so he went Oedipus and bestiality, not necessarily in that order. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, if so, his mother was a dog, <laughs> both at the same time. So, so, so uh, talking about murder, I do want to come back to murder and I do want to come back to animals. Because that's something I want to touch on, and it w- it will tie in. It will continue to tie in. Keep well, going. if you want, if you want to go for it, go for it right oh, now. Can while I go we're, for it? Okay, talking so about? Yeah. Basically, uh, Crowley did live in Italy for a short period of time, and he'd started that, another temple there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that and was um, that we talked about that that era. I can't remember the name now. We did. Do you know? Do you? I don't know if we covered why he was kicked out of Italy, but apparently. Um, Apparently, this is. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hit on it again because it's still fresh. He, um, it was during a ritual, likely a sex magic ritual, where uh, somehow the guy that he was dating, aka or his like disciple, it was kind of like his disciple slash mm-hmm. slash dude that he was sex magicking. Uh, <laughs> Also feeding cat's blood. He was feeding him cat's blood. This guy just mysteriously died. And that's why <laughs> sort of Italy was like, okay, no, he, okay, leave now. Yeah, I mean, he you, gave you him feline just, AIDS is what yeah, he did. He, he got feline <laughs> AIDS. And something that people don't know about feline AIDS is that it uh, works much quicker than than not feline AIDS. Than, than human AIDS. Yeah, very fast. Well, cats <laughs> live such a short life. <laughs> my only problem with cats is they don't live long enough you know and yeah. feline aids i just like to make a psa about feline aids if your cat has aids and that's my psa <laughs> all right so don't don't worry because my cat does too i think all cats do uh, somewhere deep down yeah um okay so so jack parsons um crowley names him the head of the agape oto loud uh, lodge um they what the two year of was them I need, I need to know the timeline for the year of this i didn't write the, the year 40s. down oh okay. i didn't i didn't write the year down i'm i didn't go i don't want to go too in depth on parsons um just because i feel like he is an episode himself oh parsons so, is Yes. So I didn't I didn't want to go too in depth here. I just want to kind of like hit the bullet points with Parsons right now. With Parsons, we're going to have yeah. to bring in an engineer to <laughs> thoroughly explain Jato. Yes, yes. Okay. So 
So Crowley names him head of the Agape OTO Lodge. Why do I keep saying lounge? Lodge. Um, The two of them were both obsessed with the idea of creating a magical child, which is a child not born from biology, but born from magic. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is not I was like I thought you were gonna be like a bioengineer child, but it's like I was like like Parson sounds like he's a scientific guy, right? So like I'm like, oh they're gonna grow a kid in a Ziploc bag. This is gonna be great. And no no no, just right back to sex magic. It's yeah, yeah, that's no, what's gonna literally happen. right no, literally uh, right back to sex magic. Right back. Yeah, yeah. Uh but so what happened? Did the, does this kid exist? No, this kid does not exist. Um, oh, so it because never happened. The magic never fired off. No, because it is not possible to J- have a child born from magic. <laughs> the Jado rocket, the Jado rocket missed its course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, Parsons. There was no clear line between Parsons' uh, professional life and occult life. Um, he would often recite Crowley's poem "Hymn to the Pan" before each rocket test. Um, he was later persuaded to sell the stocks in his companies, uh, JPL and Aerojet Corp. Um, because there was, there was sort of like, a. a, again, I didn't want to go too in, I didn't want to go too in depth on it. So I didn't do a ton of reading on it, but what it sounded Mm -hmm. like was they brought, it it was an openly traded, uh, uh, an openly traded company, public, publicly traded company. Yeah. And it sounded like some people came in and bought some stocks and became uh, sort of like significant. I don't know if they interest. became. I don't know. I don't know if they became controlling interest. I but think they, they just had bought enough a, that they could sway a vote with somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they. I think they had enough influence um, where they they could have like a say, mm-hmm. and so they kind of they didn't. They weren't comfortable with the. Um, like moon baby thing so they Mm. kind of wanted him to just leave because Uh, the technology was good and the company was going to grow but parsons Um, was crazy but parsons was crazy so they kind of just wanted him to get out of there so they persuaded him to sell his shares and he did and he used the profit to lease a property that he began to call the parsonage um the the parsonage sounded kind of like a a a a, a commune. <laughs> yep. Come on um, down to the parsonage. Many many OTO members would stay there. Many non-thalemic um, people would stay there. Yeah. The most notable person that um, took residency for a period of time at the at the par- um the um parsonage was l ron hubbard <laughs> oh shit okay yeah you know what l ron hubbard a lot of influence from crowley for sure yes this well it's like it was actually in one of the synopsis like, well yes yeah th- yeah there, there was influence but it's a little it's a little weird with let with me just hubbard like and draw a line uh alistair uh and then that's gonna go to tom cruise <laughs> go directly to Tom Cruise, uh, and there we go. So, all right. So, L. Ron Hubbard he he takes up residency in the parsonage. Um, him and Hubbard, or Parsons and Hubbard, they became very quick friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Parsons believed Hubbard to be he was he was a non thelemic person, like he wasn't practicing thelema, but he considered him to be very strong in those types of in in those kinds of abilities and so they quickly became friends um they together began a new company called allied enterprises um it was parsons hubbard and parsons wife at the time sarah um parsons and sarah because of their thelemic beliefs had a uh, polyandrous um Relationship. relationship Sarah began to get enamored with Hubbard. Um, Parsons 
tried to suppress his feelings about that Mm -hmm. because he was supposed to be, you know, a polyandrous person. It was supposed to be like cool and everything, but it did bother him. He, he didn't like that. She was giving him so much attention. Um, he did what he could to suppress it, but it would often come out in other ways. Um, one in particular, he became obsessed with black magic. <laughs> oh, he went right to the black magic. Yes, Everything he comes back to magic. He was he went to the black magic because he I believed. Spell, th- I want to spell be- it out too. M a g i c k. Yes, yes, the K is very important here. K is yep. Um, the reason he went to the black magic is because he believed through black magic he could conjure up himself a new partner. it's gonna be a long time sitting thinking (laughs) yeah yeah so this is the one date that i did write down um just because i thought this was fantastic uh in december 1945 he began a series of rituals based on enochian magic uh it consisted of masturbating onto magical tablets (laughs) While listening, while listening to Sergei Prokofiev's <laughs> second violin concerto. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh jeez, I could just imagine like just <laughs> present day, present day summonings, just masturbating onto Samsung tablets. Yeah, I'm just trying to <laughs> listening to the Migos. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is how my Tinder profile works. This is how I'm gonna get her. This is how I don't swipe right. I I just splash right. <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah, you're you're jacking off onto a, a, a an iPad listening to Cardi B. You know, <laughs> listening to WAP. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so he called this magical operation Babylon working. <laughs> Uh, and what he was hoping, what he was hoping to achieve through this was that he would bring the incarnation of the Thelemite goddess Babylon onto earth. Uh, okay. Oh, he was trying to summon a god to have sex with. Yes. To sex to, magic. Yes, yes. Oh my God. He was trying to sex magic a god. Um, he allowed Hubbard to take part in the ritual. In, Why would he in, let the guy in the operation? He allowed him to take part as his scribe. He needed someone okay. to take notes. Okay. Okay. Um. So, uh, oh, I forgot to write down who this guy was. The some this guy Richard Metzger. I forgot to look into like how this he was related scribe. to all of this. No, no, no. He he was just someone who had knowledge of this whole thing. Okay. So so he's just like an insider. He's like part of the inner circle. I didn't. Yeah. I, I was gonna go back and like get notes on like who specifically he was and i forgot but he's he's part of the inner circle mm-hmm. um they they got the reason i put him down is because they got quotes from him on this whole operation and so described by richard metzger quote parsons jerked off in the name of spiritual advancement <laughs> While Hubbard scanned the astral plane for signs and visions. <laughs> and that's a literal quote. <laughs> that is a literal quote. And it is just hilarious to me. Oh, man. Imagining Jack Parsons in like some old ancient like Aztec temple. Yeah. Jerking off onto stone templates or, 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 or uh, what's that? Tablets. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like nagging at Hubbard. What do you see? You see anything yet? What do you see? What do you see? Just like while he's while he's just jerking his just full, violently jerking. Yeah, yeah, just angrily jerking his cock off onto oh. onto rocks. <laughs> <laughs> do you see any spirits? Is Babylon here yet? Did I'm getting get close. Anything? I'm getting I'm getting get- close. I'm going to have to let go soon. <laughs> oh man. Parsons, 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 you've been edging. You've been edging for eight <laughs> hours. Just jizz on the stone, for Christ's sake. <laughs> oh, oh, that's like one of the funniest like visuals to me. It's oh, just so, I, it's like, just I, so fucking funny. I envisioned funny. it. He's in full robe. He's in full <laughs> robe, got his cock out. 
<laughs> just beaten like beaten like he's summoning a god man. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. oh man so all right so so we're, we're getting we're getting close to the end here uh hubbard eventually ran off with sarah ending him and parsons friendship um there's a lot to that story but again i think parsons is That's just an entire own. episode hubbard, himself so i don't hubbard is its own oh yeah hubbard is his oh, own hubbard episode is as a well huge one yeah yeah um so so hubbard runs off with sarah parsons later dies in an explosion while working with explosives in his home laboratory yeah i'd always like to you know what i'd always like to go at home (laughs) yeah and if that's exploding then well that's just the way it was supposed to go yeah, yeah. And before I did before we started this, I always thought L. Ron Hubbard had a stronger connection to Crowley, but apparently he didn't. Um apparently he claimed the the two to be good friends, but Crowley never really acknowledged it and there's really no evidence that either one ever actually met each other. Oh. Well other like, than sleeping other than Hubbard sleeping sorta of with uh not Crowley, Parsons. Uh, Parsons actually, yeah. Parsons wife. Parsons girl. wife, yeah. Through that whole through that whole you know period in parsons life crowley kept telling parsons like you need to leave this guy alone <laughs> oh yeah he like he kind of kept warning him about him and parsons crowley just was listen. like stay away from hubbard he's a little off the wall pretty much I, so oh, wow. so uh, so there's evidence that like crowley knew who hubbard was but there's no evidence that the two actually like ever really met yeah. and hubbard continued to claim that the two were close um, despite the fact that he would repeatedly mispronounce Crowley's name in interviews, <laughs> and which I'm pr- mispronouncing his name too. It's supposed to be Crowley, not Crowley. It is this yeah. whole time, three yeah. episodes. You've had me saying Crowley. Yeah, I'm terrible with pronunciations like and that. It's so Crowley. It it is Crowley. Um. So that that is that's all i had that's that's what i wanted to talk about in this part three um i kind of want to like talk about like maybe some conclusions here like wrap this up um, oh, i know uh, my conclusion you, what are what are your was, thoughts on crowley on the on the great beast monster myth <laughs> but also just a man <laughs> just a crazy man who had a lot of his parents money burned through it all on drugs and prostitutes and scribes and you know just you know if i could live a life i would try i would try that one out i would try it out i give i give being crowley uh six on ten Six on ten. Six. You mean like like what? What are we measuring? What what? Like what is the scale like measuring? Oh, the scale is on ten, and it's based on. It's a. It can. It can only go to. It can actually go to negative three, and can only go to a maximum of technically it's ten point one. Right, but it's, what are we like? What are we? What are we measuring though? Like, good guy, bad guy. Like what? What is? Well, this takes into account uh, all things, and it's just a general so, sense. So, if so I ten, was to live, if I was to live his life, how would I feel I'd done? And so, so I ten, feel like ten is ten is great across the board. Every ten point one is uh, you actually manage to summon the goddess. Um, so you're rating him as an occultist, as an occultist, strictly. Okay. Okay, so you're saying his strength as an occultist is a 6 out of 10. Is a 6 out of 10.1. Okay, all right. And the only reason point one got added in today is because of that, the guy who was trying to summon a goddess. Jack and, Parsons. Yeah. If he managed it, Jack Parsons is the man. Well... My thoughts. What are your thoughts? What are your clear and concise thoughts? Because mine (laughs) are just a scattered mess. I honestly, I don't know because I don't know how much of what they say about Crowley is true, and I don't know how much is false. Um, There's a lot of people who will say that he was the most evil person alive. 
Uh, there's a lot, a lot of, of people. There's a lot of people that, as I'm reading, said he was kind of an empath. Like he he did care about people's welfare, and nope. he wanted he wanted people to like do good. Uh, I don't know how much I believe that, but you know, yeah. there are people out there that that went to bat for him. Um, there's also a lot of people who believe that his uh, his occult beliefs were just a ruse. Like he didn't really believe any of that shit. It was just to he just did it to you know fun. manipulate people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And 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 so I you know I don't know. It's just it's hard to um. It's, it's just kind of hard. Somebody. It's hard it, to it's just, take somebody who's dead, and you know, just pulling from you're basically pulling from other people's opinion. Yeah. Does he have yeah. a book, the biography of Alistair Crowley? I mean, there's plenty of books on him, but my but my did he thing, write it? And if he wrote it and reviewed his own life, that would be the one I'd go by. I I don't know if he wrote one on his own. Um, other other people have written them for him. Yeah. So well, I guess that would be like what an autobiography. Yeah, yeah. There's no biography. It's there's only autobiographies. Oh, I thought an autobiography is when you uh, automatically write it. <laughs> I, we're gonna. You're confusing me now, Tim. I'm very. Oh, I'm, I'm so bad with these kinds of things. Oh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> like autobiography, biography, nouns, pronouns, verbs. I don't know adverbs. I don't know what any of this shit means. Um, oh, tr- try French on. <laughs> try French on for size. Yeah, but back to my conclusion. Um, the. Uh, I have, I mean, obviously it's hard to say that he was a good guy. I don't think he was a good guy. I think he was a bad guy. I don't think he was the most evil person to ever live. And I'm solely basing that on the fact that like he died poor with like no friends. Yeah. And And, yeah. And people who, um, you know, kind of exercise the levers of power in an evil way who I believe are truly like devil incarnate. Like, mm-hmm. for example, someone like Alan Dulles, um, okay. he died comfortably in his home. Um, he died from complications from pneumonia, very quietly just passed away. And up until his dying day, just lived very comfortably despite, you know, most likely being the person who put together the plot to murder a president, (laughs) you know? So I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't think he's like the most evil person to ever live. I don't think he's a good person either though. Um, you know, just from the, uh, just for the sake of, he was working in intelligence and I don't think, I don't think anybody who works in intelligence can be a good person. <clears throat> and that's that. Alistair Crowley. Yep. The end of part, the end of this Crowley series and the end of our Patreon. Oh. <laughs> but the beginning. But the beginning of a new path. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on our social media. I have not been extremely active on it lately just because, um, I've had a lot on my plate lately. Um, but we'll announce all of the like new stuff happening. Um, any like new stuff to the free feed, any new stuff as far as like what we're going to do with like the Patreon stuff. We will put it out there. We'll put it out there on our social media if you're interested. Um, Follow us and keep an eye out. And we will talk to you. Thanks for listening.